I'm Chuck Woolery, and I'm here to talk to you about catheters. Let me tell you why. Spring break. Spring break. Spring break. But the cream will rise to the top all year. I never liked like I never liked Led Zeppelin. I don't, and I never liked heavy rock. I hate like if you ask me like those real like Grand Funk Railroad or even the crazy mega you know the mega death or like, <laughs> crazy ones with the guitars. I hate that stuff. Like Black I, Sabbath. Oh, Black Sabbath. Not but what's the other one that's ACDC? really ACDC. Yeah, and who's got Anthony Sandman? Who's that? Metallica. Metallica. I would never. I, I, if Metallica played my we backyard, I'd draw the blinds. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Okay, I mean, give me a break. I mean, you gotta be. Draw the blood. Man, that's not music. I couldn't even listen to that. Not Uh, into that. Yes! Once I rose above the noise and confusion. 
Just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion Yes! I was soaring ever higher But I flew too high Though my eyes could see I still was a blind man Here it is! Though my mind could think I still was a madman I hear the voices when I'm dreaming I can hear them say Carry on my wayward son Yes! Be peace when you are done Lay your weary head to rest Yes! Don't you cry no more Bam! different night even doing on a different night you don't know when we're going to do this thing pop-up shows you can do pop-up stores we'll do pop-up shows and we're doing this on a saturday night it'll air on a different night it'll probably air on a tuesday night as i move around best show being a little mobile lately a little mobile my name's tom i'm the host tonight we're talking about three things three topics on the table boom 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 what's the dumbest thing uh, you ever heard? What's the best sandwich you ever had? And who would play you in the movie of your life? So let's get to uh, the best show. And we will start this and figure this out now. Best show. Yeah. 
best show. It's me, Tom, doing the show. Off night. Where are we? Saturday night we're doing this. Keep you on your toes. You don't know when the best show is going to happen. Three topics. Dumbest thing ever said to you. Dumbest thing you ever heard. Best sandwich you ever had. And who would play you in the movie of your life? Let's get right into it. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, to whom am I speaking? This is Greg uh, from Minnesota. Greg from Minnesota. What's up, Greg? Well, I uh, am sitting in Wichita, Kansas right now, on a spring break with my family and looking at Twitter and decided I was going to make my best show debut tonight. Now, are you a uh, are you are you in uh, Wichita because you're the, the you're the student? No, I am the uh, the father. You are the father of yes. the student. Yes, we are taking our family to Texas, and we drove, and we are in uh, Kansas on our way to Texas. And what's going to go on in Texas? We are going to see. We're going to Austin, and my daughter wants to see the bats in Austin. And then my sister lives in Dallas, and we are going to the uh, Cubs opener who are playing in Dallas next week. The Cubs opener? Yes, we're baseball fans. The baseball Cubs. Yes. And they are playing the Texas... Texas Rangers. Yes. You ever read a book about the Texas Rangers called Seasons in Hell? I have not. It's a great book. It's one of the best books uh, about sports I've ever read. Okay. It's about the first two seasons of the Texas Rangers. All right. I'm in. I'll, I'll get it immediately. Now, Greg, who's the best Greg you know? Well, who makes you proud? Head. Like, Who makes you proud to have the name Greg? Well, Greg Maddox is an all-time baseball legend. There you go pitcher greg maddox yes for the atlanta braves yes also with the cubs yes okay but i'm not incorrect saying he was with the braves also absolutely okay so he makes you proud to 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 be called greg yes sure okay that's good do you have anything for the topic well, uh, the dumbest thing I've heard was something I heard recently. My buddies and I were were in a, a rideshare car, and we're saying we were asking the driver, "Where's the you know any crazy long rides or anything like that?" And he said he once drove a guy. We were in Minnesota. He said I once drove a guy to Philadelphia, and we were thinking. Wow, why why would he have driven? You know, why couldn't he fly? Mm-hmm. And the and the and the driver told us. He said, "Well, the guy said he didn't have any luggage, so he couldn't fly." Yeah, it's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. That that is literally the dumbest thing. That they won't let you fly without a suitcase. We were so struck by it that yeah. we couldn't we couldn't fight the. The logic or lack thereof. No, there's so no, just, there's no winning that one. No, we just said, you know, are we there yet? You just go, oh, okay. Uh huh. 
<laughs> those those times when you just roll with something that you know is completely wrong. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. And and so whenever there's a conversation that we don't, you know, since then, anytime the conversation's like doesn't make sense, but yeah, you know, he couldn't fly because he didn't have luggage. Yeah. Who who could fly? Who could fly without? You can't get on a plane without a suitcase because you know that's the big sure. thing is they want you to bring as much luggage on as possible. Exactly. When you fly, Greg. Yes. You check. You check your bag. You try to jam it in the overhead. What do you do? What's What's your no, style? I, I check the bag because it, it gives me the illusion of freedom when I can walk through the airport. Yeah. With you know, not even the keys in my hand. You yeah. know, and just. Well, you might want to see carry your other. keys on you. You might want to keep your keys on. If they lose your suitcase, you're in trouble. Well, that's true. That's true. But just the the not have to deal with any of that that stuff. And you see, you know, it's always the most annoying people that are carrying the the giant things that have to stick it in the overhead. Trying to ram it in that overhead, and it's just like, and it's like this is this is the thing. It's like if you're if you're like zone five or whatever, it's like your suitcase is not getting on the plane. It's not getting on. But it's the same people that end up in Zone 5 that don't think or consider that they're not going to have space to put their overhead. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I've been in Zone 5. I've been in Zone 2. I've been in all the zones. The only thing I ain't been on is military. Uh, military. When, I, when say, if you got an infant or you're in the military, I've not been able to board the plane at that point. No, that's... Talk about stolen valor. That would be the worst kind of stolen valor. Just wa- somebody just like, uh, yes, uh, just walking through thinking that they're just going to get hope that there's no other military people on the flight to bust you. Right. Well, you know when you could do it is when you see that no other military people walked forward for that. Then you could just be the one to just go at the last second because you know there's no other military people to bust you on it. Like, are we, uh, we, uh, anyone in the armed forces can board now and you just wait 30 seconds to see if any of these, any of these, uh, military people step forward when they don't, then you're just like, Oh, don't mind if I do. Did they say, did they say our, uh, armed, armed, uh, services? Uh, that's, that's me. That's me. Yes. And you salute as you walk through. You say, I was waiting for, I was just in the reserves. I was waiting yeah. for the active duty. Yes, exactly. I was deferring to the active duty, uh, to the, to the, to active duty military. And then you're just sitting on the flight sweating, hoping that someone doesn't come down that aisle in like a uniform. Right. Oh, could you imagine that feeling? You're just. Actually, I could not. What if they did? What if, what if this is what happened to you? You do that. You boarded. You tried it. You get on. The The flight attendant is just like, Greg, or not Greg, they're just like, sir, uh, sir, uh, we appreciate your service, and we're going to move you up to business class. And then they move you up to business class. And then who sits next to you? Another member of the armed forces that they also, that like came down the aisle real at the last second. And then the flight attendant's just like, 
Oh, this is another. This is a, a. This he's also in the Air Force. <laughs> you guys will have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Can you imagine that feeling? <laughs> oh, what would you do? What would you? I'd probably can... just go. I would just go. Uh, I think I left my laptop at security. You just fill the flight without me. I'm fine. I'll get on another flight or something. I'll figure it out. That's on me to figure out. You don't worry about any of it. And I would go on a different airline. I would just like go to a different terminal and just buy a full price ticket. It'd be $1,900. Yep. Yeah, please. And, and, any discounts available? Well, for the military. No, no, no. I'm no, not no. in the military. Yes, exactly. No, no, not me. No, I'm not in the military. Or though, what if it just, what if the temptation got you? Like, you're like, yeah, I am in the military. Like, you just can't stop. And you're like, oh, why did you say that again? <laughs> then behind you, oh, really? I'm in the military. Yeah. Then behind you. Like, yeah, and the guy, exactly. The woman behind the counter is like, yeah, I was in the military too. <laughs> what division were you in? Oh, well, 83rd? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I was in a lot of divisions. That's when you go, I was in Space Force. You know, that's a, a new branch. You just many of us. Yeah, you're like, I can't talk about it. <laughs> I can't talk about it. You know what I mean, right? Oh, my God. Could you imagine that? Well, that, I got to say, Greg, what you called in about is a five-star example of dumb a dumb thing. So I thank you. You drive safe going down to uh, Austin. Have fun. Thanks. That's why I'm allowed to call back. Of course. Of course. Goodbye. Good guy. Good guy. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. Hello. No? You're not there? That's okay. Best show. Hi. Hey Tom. Hey, who's How's it going? Yeah, that's going all right. This is uh, this is Chris from Philadelphia, but currently calling from New York at my parents' place. Chris from Philadelphia. What part of Philadelphia are you from, Chris? I uh, I live in Old City. My next door neighbor is the Betsy Ross House. Okay. I, I probably shouldn't give away like my my how how direct my address is. No, you shouldn't. That was a mistake. <laughs> That was a huge miscalculation on your part. I'll just say I was being metaphorical and not literal there. No, no, I, I that's how I took it. Okay, good. <laughs> so what brings you to New uh, York now? What is What are you in New York for again? No, I'm just visiting family. Just back back for the weekend. Driving back to Philly tomorrow morning. Yeah, get back there. You, you miss it, don't you? Yeah, you know, you can't you can't stay away for too long. You miss what do you miss the most? Six About inch, Philly, six-inch six, six uh, uh, Wawa. Oh my God, yeah. Cheese. I, yeah. I mean, I I had my first Wawa last year, okay. and it changed my entire life. So you're new to Philadelphia. Yeah, brand new. And what made you move to Philly? A uh, job. There you go. That'll do. Yeah. It. You like it? The job? Yeah. No. You I'm like trying to, I'm, I'm looking for a new one. All right. Well, you like Philadelphia? 
Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm only looking for jobs in Philadelphia now because I like it so much. Oh, how about that? And because I don't want to find a subletter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell me, yeah. Chris, mm-hmm. three topics on the table. Which one would you like to uh, uh, talk about? Oh, shoot, I didn't, I didn't see the topic. That's all right, that's all right. What do you want to talk? You talk about whatever you want. Well, I wanted to say I uh well, I don't know. I called uh, I called a couple weeks ago when it was just uh just the other guys you were off for the night. Uh and I I mentioned that it was my 1 year anniversary listening to the best show. Yeah, what did they do? Did they did they honor you? Yeah, no, there's a 21 gun salute and everything. Mhm. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, I wanted to say thanks uh for the past year. Uh it's been it's been awesome. Thank you. It was it was a weird, weird thing uh, getting into the best show because, uh, like, uh, when I when I started listening, it was also right when I was uh, just starting to binge Monk again. Yeah, uh, which I hadn't watched since I was uh, like a kid with my family, uh, and I had no idea that you had worked on it because obviously, when you're a kid, you don't know the writers on a show. No. <laughs> you, know, you just know. Now, why would you? You just know Monk, who's probably a real person in San Francisco, like solving crimes. Well, let's not get carried away. You're not that. No, no. I, you weren't too. I would... <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, no. I, I mean, that show. That show meant a lot to me when I was a little kid because I had like some of the, have some of the OCD stuff, and so. Wow. I, uh, I'm, gl- I'm glad. You I really liked it. it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So, you so thanks for that, and thanks for this because this yeah, is. Well. This show's brought me a lot of joy over the past year uh, with some, you know, tough transitions and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, thank well, you. Well, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure, Chris. You, you, and you have a grand evening. You too. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Emmett in Los Angeles. Emmett. Do I know this? Yeah. Do I know you? No, this is a first time, long time situation. Uh, what part of Los Angeles are you in, Emmett? I am in Hollywood, I guess. Kind of above Hollywood. Above Hollywood? Yeah, rich but not guy? technically rich North guy? Hollywood. Are you Just famous? Like near the Hollywood Bowl. Are you famous? I'm not, I'm not famous. You're not? You're not, not looking down, you're not looking down on the plebes <laughs> from down no. in Hollywood Hills. No, not yet. Not yet. What's the what's the game plan though? What are you uh, an actor, a writer? What are you? A director? <laughs> um, oh man, I uh, I like to write. I'm I'm not a I'm not a writer yet. I yes. haven't earned the uh, noun. What's the dream? What's the dream, Emmett? What's the dream? Oh, man. I feel like I'm living the dream right now. I can't believe I'm on the best show after all these years. Look at that. Look at that. What's the career dream, though? That's I'm trying to figure that out right now. I got a job a couple months ago. I'm not super happy in it, so I'm trying to... Where you know, working? Where you working? Paquito transition Moss? Transition out. Oh, I can't say. I can't say, Tom. Paquito Moss? <laughs> it's looking pretty good about now. I might uh, fire off some. What line of work are you in? What line of work? Oh man, it's going to sound so bad. 
I say it. Let me see if I can guess. If you think it's going to sound so bad, publicity. Like, not too far off. Um, entertainment attorney. <laughs> uh, you no, we're, we're, publicity was closer. Okay. Uh, promotions. Like, you do, you do uh, some sort of, like, digital promotion. No, you're still too entertainment. Go, like, what's the sort of corporate downstream of publicity? What? Tell me. Marketing. Marketing. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Hey. It is what it is. Yeah. Someone's got to market stuff. It's you. Yeah. Now it's you. Hopefully not for much longer, but, yeah, right now it is me. So what do you got for me, buddy? You got something for the topic here? Yes, yeah, are we doing all three? Is it like rapid fire? Whatever you want. Okay. Well, the latter two, I think, are pretty straightforward. I feel like the best sandwich is a pastrami sandwich on toasted rye. Okay. Had one of those on Christmas Day this year. Okay. Felt pretty good about it. Sure. Um, Is that the family tradition? uh, No, no, just me and my girlfriend. Sure. Went to a a deli. Where'd you go? Cantor's. Um, Cantor's. Where'd we go? Cantor's. No, we got Arts. Close. Jerry's. You went to Jerry's. Famous. Arts. 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 Okay. Arts. I don't know Arts. Close cousin to Jerry's. All right. So. So that's the sandwich. So sandwich is sandwich is good. What was the third one? Who plays you in the movie of your life? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So David Thewlis. I've had this question posed to me before. Definitely feel strongly about David Thewlis. Really? Yeah. Very specific choice. I, I, I like to think there's an actual physical similarity, and I also just really like him. You like him work. in Naked. That's right. When he creeps around. Limping around South London or whatever. Yeah. Does he attack a woman in that movie? That is the opening scene, yeah. Uh, Great. That's a great great person to invoke as your (laughs) cinematic cinematic doppelganger. Yeah, I mean I'm not I don't necessarily want him to be uh, channeling the character of Johnny when he portrays me. But uh, Johnny. You know actually know you knew the character's name. Johnny. I like that movie a lot. All right. Well, very good. Very good. So then, stupidest thing, dumbest thing I've ever heard? Yeah, what's that? So I was thinking about this on hold, and the thing that came to mind was in college, which was not so long ago, uh, this there was a, a show, like a sort of punk show, and this kid who was like pretty notorious for his behavior uh, was being like repeatedly reprimanded by the singer of the group for being too sort of aggressive in the, you know, pit as it were, okay. uh, particularly with some young women. And he got kicked out of the show, but before he like was led away, he jumped up on stage and grabbed the mic and said, millions of people are trying to, no, millions of people are dying every day and I'm just trying to party was his sort of parting words to this uh, angry crowd. To defend him groping people. Yeah, it wasn't so much groping as just, like, I guess being, like, 
super aggressive. Oh, gotcha. You know, like a little sho- a little shovey. Yeah, little... shovey. And I think he was he always had like a, a really big digital camera. So I think he was like shoving people because he wanted to get pictures of them from the front. Yeah, that sounds like the dumbest picture you could ever get because it would prove you're shoving people. Yeah, and you he would, would, you would, you would he be would documenting. All the you'd, you'd be document. Yeah, so then it's even then. So he'd watermark them. So he's he's saying, "No, I took this picture. This might be the dumbest right. human alive." <laughs> I'm the shover. I shoved this person, and I watermarked the photo to prove that I took it. Exactly. Holy moly! That's a stupid person. Don't even say what band it is. Don't even say. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like a popular band. It was someone else come, visiting from another school. I don't even remember who it was. It was just, it was just better not but, have been uh, Bon Iver. Bon Iver, was that what you said? It's better not have been Bon Iver. Yeah, well, those Bon Iver pits, they get rowdy, yeah. as you know. If they find out this is Bon Iver or Iron and Wine, <laughs> I am going to It could have been. It was fumes. around that time. Yeah. Well, I... Highly unlikely. But what do you think about his statement? I think it's moronic. That's that is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. It's crazy, but the thing about it is that it's not untrue. No, it's not untrue, but it doesn't justify his behavior at all. It doesn't at all. But I think over the years, it's kind of like echoed in my mind, and I almost feel like there's a sort of gnomic wisdom to it. Mm-hmm. Not that it justifies violence, yeah. you know. There's like a whiz. It's like smart and dumb at the same time, but exactly. it's still it's still dumb though. Yeah. All right. Buddy. Net dumb. Yes. Thanks for the call. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Yeah, it's going. Uh, who to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Kevin from Westchester. Kevin, how are you tonight? I'm doing good, Tom. Uh, long night doing some uh, work uh, while I get the long chance, but I, I just wanted to call in to answer the uh, the dumbest thing I've ever heard question. Yes. Um, so a friend of mine was under the impression that um, at one point in American history, George Clooney had been president. Now, that can't be true. Well, okay, here's... Is your friend four? <laughs> he, no, I, I think the logic and the reasoning behind it was, are you aware of the Spy Kids movies? Yes, I'm aware of the Spy Kids movies. Yes, the Spy Kids franchise, uh, if you will. Um, so George Clooney played uh, the president in uh, said franchise, and I think, I don't know, that that's the only like reasoning that she possibly could have had for like, like in the back of her mind, like she thought at like one point George Clooney was president. Oh, uh, this is, this is troubling. Yeah. How, how old, how old was she at that point? Um, so I think this was like a year ago and we're like 20 years old. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. Good day. Good day. And his mommy came with him. 
Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album. Has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com/slash/officehourslive. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Is she in school? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's good, then. That's good. She it's should our, be. It's our school, though. Oh, she, well, okay, well. <laughs> it's not that, look. Not everybody's got to roll off all the president's names. Not, it's, it doesn't get you anywhere. Just memorization don't get you nowhere. But, no. but there is something to knowing that the guy from um, from Dusk Till Dawn was not president. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I can't defend her, but at the same time, just like, I don't know, just at the very beginning, like our current president, like, don't get me started, you know, like, it's, it's not hard to believe, you know? No, it is. It's still pretty hard to believe. Because okay, true. I can't defend her. Pretty I'm straight line, because you, yeah, you, you knew, yeah. you know that Trump is president, and you know Obama came before him, and that was eight years <laughs> there and then george w bush came before him and there's eight other years and then your friend was pretty much like right then, yeah 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 that's bill clinton was before accurate. that so there's eight years there yeah so we're talking there goes 24 years right yeah, yeah no that 20. yeah that, that that logic checks out yeah. yeah well i hope your friend picks up some some of those facts about that stuff that would probably be helpful um yeah probably all right well you have a great night best show hi hey tom hey it's brad in brooklyn how are you brad in brooklyn what's up brad calling in on topic of who would play me in a movie Mm. who would play you brad well i think this may be a Unorthodox choice, but I think Steve Buscemi would be the choice. Think Steve? What what era? Well, that's a good question because Trees Lounge. Trees Lounge is a little early for me. I mean, he's still obviously older than me, but okay. I mean, I'm thinking of like Ghost World, Steve Buscemi. Okay. But that's more like the sort of tone of the performance than like the age, if you know what I mean. Okay. I mean, I've been told that I look like him, which is kind of weird, and I don't really agree with it, but mm-hmm. I have been told that. That you look And like I feel like he's just, like, he's doing something different in that movie that I really relate to. You know, he's not, like, a sinister guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, he's he's kind of creepy, right? A little bit. Well, he seems creepy, but, like, he's got a heart of gold. Yeah. Right. And I really relate to the whole, like... Skip James Love and everything like that. Wow. Then, then you picked the right person. Did you model yourself after him a little bit? Where did where who? What's the chicken and the egg of this whole thing right now? I I did not model myself after him, no. But I definitely saw myself in him when I saw that movie. Okay, there you go. Well, then that sounds like ideal casting. What's the most expensive? What's the most you ever paid for a record? Definitely not as much as that guy. Most I ever paid for a record is probably not much more than like fifteen or twenty bucks. Oh. 
you're a little uh you're not you're not much of a record collector then my friend well i can't say that i'm a you know physical media collector but the the love you like well, you like you like you like uh, the cloud is that what you like, you like <laughs> yeah I'm all, yeah cuz that did really well with uh with uh all that stuff on uh, myspace that really showed showed the permanence of the internet I, I feel guilty for not being a physical media guy, but, that's you know, right. that's just... Oh, yeah. I get it. I get the appeal. All this garbage laying around, what are you going to do with it? It smothers <laughs> you after a while. Can't do that either. There's no winning. There's no winning. Either you're buried you're under right. trash or your stuff is not yours and it's temporal and then they change a format and you can't even access your own stuff. Well, it's like, pick you your, know. Pick your poison. Exactly. Right? The sick right. world. Equal parts sick and sad. Thanks for the call. That's what I'm saying. Best show, hi. How's it going, Tom? Oh, it's going. To whom am I speaking? Oh, I know who this is what? already. I already know. <laughs> I already How you doing, man? I'm all right. It's my guy. You right? It's Fred from Honolulu. Fred from No, I'd, be... I'd never called you at midnight. <laughs> I know. No, this is the earliest you've ever called. <laughs> Usually you call the show at, at 12.18. How are you living, man? I'm all right. What are, you doing? what are you doing? What are you doing? You know what? What, what would I be doing at midnight? You're, 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 uh, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, uh, yeah, okay, there it goes. Heard what I'm hanging doing. out. That's all it is. Now you're hanging out. That's fine. Look, I'm not judging you. I think it's good for you. You're having a good time. You're having a little party over there with your uh, medical marijuana. What? I didn't say anything like that. I love when Nothing you went. Much. This is my favorite exchange with you. Yeah, <laughs> weed's going to be legal in New Jersey. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. they have to grow. And this is, this is what you said. Yeah, well, they have to grow it in New Jersey. And I'm not smoking that stuff. And then I'm like... Uh, like, I'm, you're like I'm not smoking that low quality weed, and then I'm okay. like, then I'm like, then I'm like, you eat the worst food I've ever seen a human eat, and you're gonna you're gonna suddenly you're gonna suddenly pick and choose what weed you smoke. If somebody suddenly was like, hey, sometimes hey Fred, I you want that you watched me eat a birthday cake for an entire week. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah. When when we worked together on the show Divorce. You, there was a cake in the office for somebody's birthday, and you just kept nursing that cake all week. You turned it into like multiple meals. I remember like thinking, like, I shouldn't refrigerate this. This will ruin. This will ruin the frosting. Yeah. No, you were. But but suddenly somebody's gonna be like, Hey, Fred, you you want a hit of this? And you're gonna be like, Where? What is that? Uh, it's nah, man. from Jersey. Yeah. No thanks. You're gonna be like. That yeah, is not I'll what pass. I said. I said there I'll was a pass. technological. It was a technological uh, uh, a delta between the established markets out west. <laughs> oh no! Look, this whole thing is a crock. When this stuff becomes legal, all it is is mm -hmm. going to everything's going to be ten times as expensive. Oh yeah! Well, people the government hates its peace. <laughs> people are still going to be just buying it. People are still just going to be buying it uh, um, illegally. And it's also, it's probably not going to like each. Isn't it like each 
each basically each municipality is saying is setting their own rules or something like that. So it's never gonna like. There's it'll, no way to. It's happening. There's no way it's to cross happen. one place to another. It'll happen like, in New Jersey. It's gonna happen. We'll see. That'll be a godsend if it does. Yeah. Suddenly you'll. Uh, you'll be. You'll suddenly you'll be hanging out uh, in uh, <laughs> Hoboken in Jersey City. Listen, I'm a drug war veteran. I should be rewarded with a job when I come home. <laughs> Tread on the path train. Yeah, exactly. We'll salute our heroes. Salute our heroes. Here comes Fred, home from the drug war. Yeah. The war on drugs. Casualty. Okay. I'm still here, man. What's that? I'm still here. I'm no, still you're still, still here. No, but you, you've you got uh but you did your time. I did my time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're like, uh, uh, what's his face in The Master? <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix in The Master. I'm Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> do Freddy, lying. Freddy Quell. You're coming back from the, back from World War Two. Yo, that Joker's going to be fire, right? That's not, that's going to be great. There's no way that's not All great. Right, calm down. There's no way it's not great. No, there's plenty of ways <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not great. So Queen Felix. I don't remember the last time I hated him in anything. Look, I think he'll be great in it. I'm excited yeah. to see the movie. Yeah. But there's no guarantees on anything. Right. I remember that Suicide Squad trailer. When I saw that thing, I'm like, this is going to be the best movie I ever saw in my life. And then I saw the first review come out. It's like, yeah, it's awful. I'm like, what? No, it can't be awful. I saw that trailer. There's no way it's awful. And then I saw another review. It's like, yeah, it's really terrible. Then I go see it. I'm like, this is the worst thing I ever saw in my life. I mean, if anytime like anything like that and you don't get like an original song by Will Smith and he's like starting it, it should be like a sign. Like it's not a good movie. Like what song like, would you have wanted him to do? Like Suicide Squad? <laughs> what if he just did... Wild, he wild west. A rap about the wild wild west. He, what if, he, he just repurposes that. It's a Suicide Squad. Got Deadshot. <laughs> Captain Boomerang. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Now that uh, he's out. Well, he's, dark. he's out now. He's not going to play that character anymore. Oh no! Did you hear that? How will we ever make money? Yeah, how is it? You know who's you know who's going to play that character? Deadshot? No. Idris Elba. Oh, no way, dude! That'd be, that'd be what I heard. That's what I heard. I want everyone to just get their money, man. That guy's good. I like that guy's yeah, such a good he's actor. Great. He's so is that guy like you know? And everybody's just like he should play James Bond, right? Mm-hmm. It's like. Why would he even waste his time with that? Like, why would he waste his time playing James, like James Bond? Those movies are terrible. It's like these Mission Impossible movies are now like, like more consistent than than James Bond movies. If anything, you should get in the next Mission Impossible movie. Put him That's in that. Don't put him in James. Who's got to play James Bond? It's like, let James Bond die. Let that die. I would love to see him as a villain again. Like, he's really good at that. Like, 
Yeah, well, Fred, see, the thing is sometimes uh, I know guys like you only see certain people as villains. In films, oh, okay. <laughs> You know, you need to, you need to, uh, <laughs> you need to realize it's 2019 now, Fred. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you know, you've got to let go of these things where you, uh, prejudge. You work with a couple of Polynesians for like a winter and now you're like the arbiter. <laughs> I love how, I love how you, uh. Your Twitter is is maybe the most annoying thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, absolutely! It should be. It's probably why I don't have a job. You should have, but yeah, you you wonder why you're unemployable. <laughs> it's maybe because everybody sees you railing about everybody, everyone, like by name, and and then you wonder why you wonder why your phone's not ringing. Tom, let's just run alts. Like we'll just have alts, right? It'll just be, it'll just be like that Slack. Like when I try to create a Slack channel dedicated to slander, it'll just be. <laughs> yeah. Now that was another great uh, uh, Fred's great contribution to the to the to the writing staff of the board. Did I or did I not get any of your supplies on time? Oh, you got. Oh. No, you did. Except for the uh, except for the thing you showed up was like a little dolls. Uh, little. I wanted like a little uh, like a little thing with some drawers in it to put stuff yeah. in and then this thing shows up it's like meant for a dollhouse it was like literally like spinal tap i was like fred i could use this fred's like what supplies do you need i'm putting an order together for a thing like can i just get like like a like a, a thing that just it's like go on, go on top of my desk and like have two or three drawers in it that i could just stick things in because my mm-hmm. desk had no drawers Listen, I thought you were like a minimalist. So then Fred orders, Fred orders this like... thing. I come in and there's this thing on the desk and it's it's like the size of uh it's like the size of a uh, of a uh, uh, pack of gum. It would be like Marie Kondo, like that would be her suggested size yeah. of a drawer so you wouldn't what? like what accumulate you... stuff. There was nothing to like... fit in that thing. What are you going to fit? I thought that you just wanted a place to put your what are you going to fit in that thing? I literally a thought pen? I thought this was like a pen receptacle. Yeah. No, and I'll like... just take a cup. I'll stick my pens in a cup. I don't need a drawer for my pens. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you what are you up to? Nothing, man. I just I I haven't called in a minute and I saw you were up <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh man, you I was are. Like, Whoa. You're... <laughs> Look, on a scale of one to ten, where are you at mm-hmm. right now in terms of uh, what's that? In terms of having fun? Oh, having fun? Yeah, I'm at a five. Five. Right now. That's pretty healthy. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm at a five right now. Good. Good. <laughs> That's good. It's Saturday yeah. night. Why not? Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Tom, can I suggest who I want to play me in a biopic? Hayes Davenport. <laughs> I want Hayes to write it. You want Hayes to write it. I want Hayes to write it. Who do you want to play you in a biopic? The Rock, and it has to be absolutely method. I want him to like relive my life, basically. I want him to like gain all that weight. I want him to like walk around as small and as short as I have. We're basically from the same neighborhood, mm-hmm. so it won't be that hard. You know what I mean? So you want him, and I want him to eat eat as terribly as I do, but, like, yeah. not work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, see, sure. 
<laughs> so you want to basically eliminate the rock from existence. You want there to be zero rocks and two Freds. Like, you, you're looking to, this guy is like the, the, the gold standard for the human race. And you just, you're just like, yeah, he should just eat some Papa John's. No. You fall asleep with a Papa John's box on his chest. Just spam and rice for breakfast every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. When's the last day? Is that what you eat for breakfast? For, uh, mostly lunch, I guess, technically, when I get up that late. Yeah. You have spam and rice. It's fantastic, man. Like that, like, he he would probably, like, he lived the complete opposite life of me Mm -hmm. while living in almost the same area as me. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I wanted to see. You could strive to be more like him, also. You know, you could stop eating that garbage. And, like, work out like he does. Or we have about even... the same caloric intake right yeah. now, except yeah. he is, you know, not human. No, he's working and... out for seven hours a day. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're, meanwhile... So you, you... I could say I'm living the same way the, the Rock is living yeah. right now. Meanwhile, you're combing through Twitter saying, like, what would get the most... What would, <laughs> who could I hurt the most with one tweet? And then you just write something about the Beatles. Just like, just like these, like just buckshot, you fire out at people. I'm convinced The Rock only knows like his entire musical taste is based on what he's, you know, seen on like saying at karaoke or whatever, like just like growing up in Hawaii, like the old Japanese bars and stuff like that. Like there's no way he would like the Beatles. He oh, might no. sing the Beatles. Oh, no, no, I'm just saying you... You're while the rock is while the rock is in the gym, mm-hmm. you're on Twitter saying, "Yeah, I'll write something. I'll write something about how I want to see Led Zeppelin get uh, launched into space, knowing knowing it will get the most. You'll 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 irk the most people with that at once." I'm gonna look at your Twitter right now. I'm looking at no, come on, man! I'm looking what at it right you, now. Why? I'm looking at it right now. First, I have to unmute you. Then I'm oh gonna my look at god! Your oh, perfect. Thanks, man. No, I didn't. I'm kidding. I don't have you <laughs> muted. I have you blocked? No, here it is. Okay, so there's a Mets hat in a garbage can. <laughs> That's all my receipts from the year. Um, Nothing is more depressing than being unemployed and going through your deductions. What's he doing? You're, moan, you're, you're moaning about Roma now. I'm moaning about Roma. Well, did you like it? I did. Yeah, I absolutely liked yeah, it. A good movie. It just looked. It just reminded me of Napoleon Dynamite. Like mm. it, just, it really did. Like, okay. Let's see. What are you moaning about here? Let's. let's oh my god. See through. That should be, I should be paying for this service. You should be consulting people. You're moaning about <laughs> Beto. What's that? Beto. Huh? What's Beto? Who are you voting for, Sharpling? I legally can't vote anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It's four years away. What is it? It's a year away. Four years. <laughs> it's a year away before you have to vote. Why would I care about it? You don't voting? do primaries? You don't vote in the primaries? Yeah, when are the primaries? Uh, pretty soon. Pretty soon. Right? 
No, <laughs> next year. The primary is. They're next year. I don't know year. what the Yeah, no, 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 no. We need to look at Jersey primary. Yeah. Well, okay. Look. Yeah. Look at Jersey primary. It's probably going to be no, June of two thousand twenty. Jersey primary schools. Let's look at it. It's going to be like June of twenty twenty. Sure. The primaries aren't in two thousand nineteen. <laughs> it's March. Where is it? I'm trying to figure out exactly what date it is. They probably didn't even figure it out yet. I can't go through Ballotpedia like this in my current state. (laughs) June 5th. Yeah, you're right. June. Of next year. Next year, yeah. Yeah, so 15 months to go (laughs) before I have to walk into a voting booth. Yeah, let me figure it out now, though, before... Uh Half the people aren't in the race still, and it's just... Who are you moaning? I'm looking on your Twitter here. You're moaning about... Oh, my God! Yo, it's you hate Aquafina? You can't, look, you can't go through that. You hate Aquafina. So, what's up? You hate Aquafina. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I will not hide that. You hate Trevor I Noah. I don't care. Oh, man. You hate Trevor Noah. Who else do you hate? Yeah, huh? Um, Martin Scorsese, you hate. <laughs> you hate Jason Momoa. Uh, <laughs> that's the runner-up who plays me. You hate Chapo. Chapo Steakhouse. You hate. The, <laughs> you hate Pod a Save America. Whatever that oh, okay. is. Okay, that's not a problem. That, that's I'm not ashamed of that. Okay. Not seeing a whole lot of things you like up here, though. You want me to list stuff that you... Oh, here's what you like. You like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you like him. So the only people you like... The only people you I, pre- like, I appreciate Jeff Bezos. The only people you like are The Rock and Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. That's a weird, gives me a... weird choices, Fred. All right, buddy. All right, bud. I'll talk Good to talking to you, man. Yeah, yeah, it was great talking to you. Have a great night. You too. All right, buddy. Bye. Best show. Hi. Uh, hello. This is Dan from North Hollywood. Dan from North Hollywood. What's going on in North Hollywood tonight, Dan? Uh, not a whole lot. I have the night free. I usually do not. Welcome to to the thank free, you. I have not night called off. in in a long time. Yeah. So what's uh, what's cooking, buddy? Well, uh, I'm calling on the topic. Which which uh, topic? You have three topics, and I'm calling about the dumbest thing you've ever heard. Okay, and what's that? Well, uh, I am a stand-up comedian, and... Uh, oh, I, I know who you are. Oh, no. This is Dan? Yes. Yeah, Dan Teffler. Uh, it's Telfer, but yes, it's, it's, Sorry. it's very very much who I am. You, you are correct. Dan Teff... Te- hold on. See, I'm going to say it wrong now. <laughs> it's Dan. It's not Telfer. It's Tef. It's Tef Telfer. It is Telfer. They got it wrong at my college graduation. So well, that's my, the my thing. Standard I, for appreciation. I was involved. Very in, humble. I was involved in your college graduation. How are you doing? How are you doing? Are you okay? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Good. Good. I'm glad. I worry about you. I wish you wouldn't. I'm very healthy. Good. I'm glad to hear it. So Dan Telfer. Welcome yes. to the best show. It's been a while, Tom. It's been a while. What's the dumbest thing you've ever heard? Okay, so 
I was doing and this a, guy's uh, funny, by the way. I just want to say, everybody, this guy's funny. I didn't mean to cut you off. This guy's you're, funny. No, you're you're about to hear very little evidence that I'm funny. I appreciate the compliment. It's going right. to set this up at least so people think I'm interesting. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, here it comes. So I did a stand-up comedy joke uh, where I talked about just, and I don't do this joke anymore, so I won't even pretend to, like, do it, but it was about how, you know, I'm a vegetarian. I like the animals. And uh, I, I just thought it was funny how in olden times, let's say the Great Depression, people used to um, to fight kangaroos, like in a boxing ring. And the, the kangaroos would do very well and usually utterly destroy the person. Okay. And I talked about how I, I enjoyed this because I thought the people deserved it for making a kangaroo fight them. Yeah. Um, and after the show... I had a woman come up to me and say, you should not do that joke. Uh, that joke is, is uh, very hurtful. My nephew was once on vacation in Australia, and him and his friends were drinking, and uh, they started throwing beer cans at a kangaroo, and the kangaroo put him in the hospital. And that was really horrible for our family. He was in the hospital for a long time. And so um, I would really appreciate it on behalf of everyone whose families have been touched by kangaroo violence if you would stop doing this joke. Um, but, yeah, that is that is one of the dumbest things because she's forgetting the beer can part of the whole thing. Oh, she was very happy to include that in the story, though. But she's wondering why the kangaroo might do anything. Like, they were they were whipping beer cans at a kangaroo. Thank you. Yeah. And then this kangaroo retaliates and la- lays them out. Lays them out really. She she went into a little more detail. I'm not sure if I should say on the show, but it sounded like he really he really got his comeuppance. It was uh, it was rough for the young man. Oh, I'm sure it's rough, and I don't wish injury on uh, on people, but I also. Um, but I also, uh, you, you're kind of you're kind of courting disaster when you uh, when you whip beer cans at a at a uh, at a kangaroo. I, I guess they just thought, you know, it's got two legs, it's running around, it, it deserves to be taken down a peg, and they were wrong. They no. couldn't handle themselves. I'm, I'm I'm pro kangaroo on this one. So am I, Tom. So what's up, buddy? What are you working on now? What what does what is Dan Telfer working on? Oh, you know, I do a very silly Dungeons and Dragons podcasts with some other comedy type folks out here. So Give it I a plug. That. Plug it. It's called Nerd Poker. Brian Posehn's Nerd Poker. Yeah, he's a famous guy on it. That's the most famous of all the Dungeons and Dragons related media. I, I is it? Yeah. What else is more? famous well there's that critical role thing they just got like eight bazillion dollars on kickstarter well then you're second famous you're in the top ve- three i feel good about that placement thank you yeah and wait till my dungeons and dragons uh podcast comes out oh, oh please tell me you're doing one it's called die die 20 sided die okay I, I like where you're going so far. Is there more to the premise yet? 
that's that's pretty much all we've uh, got so uh, far. I got real excited that you played on a regular basis, and I was about to hear something, but and, I should have uh, known better. I, I did was... when I was a child. I played. Oh, I see how it is. But I'm not judging it. I just didn't keep doing it. I'm not judging it. Oh, Tom, there's there's no game of Dungeons and Dragons where every single person involved doesn't take a quick moment to lament that they are doing what was meant for a child. If most of what every quote-unquote adult does now is addled. Everybody's everybody's kind of busted, and they're doing stuff they should have set down a long time ago. It's true. Superhero movies? Why are we even arguing about those? Yeah. That is for children. Yeah. Comic books, wrestling. Look at this generation. Right? Are you talking about you talking about our generation, Tom, of forty something? I'm talking old? about yeah. I'm talking about from before us all the way down. It's bad news and it's getting worse because people are growing up with it now. Like I, I remember when it was just like, hey, there's going to be a superhero movie. What? Spider Man? Well, what? X Men? What? And now it's just like, man, the one comes out every three weeks. Well, do you think it's because reality is so bad that they really just they need it? Oh yeah, no. There's there's this is this is a broken uh, era of humanity right now. Uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Jason Walliner, once he read a thing saying that uh, saying that uh, the uh, that that uh, that posited that post nine eleven everybody has just been in comfort mode still. That it is entire. It is an entire. It is an entire country in comfort mode. That that sounds quite wise. I don't know where that came from, but it makes sense. It does. It does feel like we're grasping at the last straws of willing suspension of disbelief, doesn't it? Because at a certain point, we are going to run out of superpowers. We're going to run out of special effects. Yeah, we're at the point now where people are going like. Like, like tonight, people are like, what, what's the word on the Shazam movie? Like, like that that's actually, like, moves the needle for adults. And I'm not no, judging went, it. Yeah. I'm, I'm involved in it also. I'm just, I, uh, I, I supported the film Us tonight. That's very good. I didn't get to have see you, it yet. Have not you seen yet. it? Not yet. Not yet. Real scary. I want to see it. I will see it. Don't ruin it. I'm going to see I won't. it. See it when the sun's out so you don't so you don't get the creep. Really? You don't think I can handle it walking out no, of the No, I field? don't. You don't? Okay. Well, that you saw it. I didn't. That's fair. I was watching Kronos uh, the other night in the middle of the night. I was like, I don't want to watch this in the middle of the night. This is upsetting me. Oh, Kronos is amazing. It's got that Mike Mignola poster. It's got Guillermo del Toro at the height of his powers. Are those the height of his powers? Well, the okay, the burgeoning of his powers. Because I think the height of his powers would be Blade 2. That was a good movie. That's a very good movie. I'm more of a Hellboy 2 guy myself. All right. You like Hellboy? That new Hellboy. I don't know what to think of that. Um... Hellboy doesn't. Hellboy looks like he's ill in it. He's got too much hair. 
He doesn't look well. He, he looks a little. He looks a little middle aged. Yeah. Uh, looks I, like he's in a cover band. I don't know how fun that movie's going to be. I don't know. We'll oh, find out. See, I'm doing yeah. exactly what I just condemned uh, 90 seconds ago. I'm like, well, well, what, what, what are people yeah. going to think about Shazam? And now I'm just like, man, this Hellboy movie doesn't look so good. Well, he's got hell in his name, so it's it's edgy. Yeah, you're right. Look, I'll see like it. Shazam. I'll see all of it. All right. All right. Well, you have, you have a good night, sir. You it was have a good great night. To it was great to talk to you. You take care. Right, Farewell. Good guy, good guy. Best show, hi. Hello, hi. Welcome to the best show. Are you there? Yes, no, no. Best show, hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Am I on? You are. Welcome. Tom. Yes. It's great to talk to you. It's great to talk to you. Uh, to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Ian. Ian, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm in St. Louis right now. How's that working for you? It's working fine. I'm from Minneapolis, but I'm down here for work. Who's the most, who's who's your favorite person from Minneapolis? My favorite person from Minneapolis? Enter, hmm. your, not not like your, your mom. Like my best friend? No, not your best friend. Famous person. Famous person, Josh Hartnett. There you go. Obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. You didn't even need to say that. You could have uh, yeah. just said, you know who. Um, no, it's... Who is it? Billy Batson. Billy Batson from Shazam. Yeah. The character from Shazam? No, I didn't know he was a character from Shazam. Well, well, who's Billy Batson? <laughs> Billy Batson's uh, singer. What? That's the guy from Shazam, <laughs> Billy Batson. Billy Batson's a singer. All right. Look, what, what you do? What are you, high? It's okay if you are. I'm not judging it. I'm, little... Yeah, I'm pretty high. It's okay. I'm not, ju- I'm not, I'm not judging it. Where are you at on I scale would, one to I ten? I would have only said I'm pretty eight. Don't worry. Don't worry, Usually. buddy. Okay. On a scale of one to ten in terms of you having fun tonight, where are you? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, I'm a, I got taken out to little little car mines tonight in St. Louis. Where color me mine? You went to <laughs> no little little car mines. Little car mines. What's that now? It's a steakhouse. Okay, you say it like I should know Lewis. that. No, I don't think you should know it. Probably. Yeah. Like, I went to little car mines. What? What's yeah, that? Yeah, I think I'm probably. I think I'm making up the little part. Too. Okay, so you went to Carmine's, which is a steakhouse in in St. Louis. Yes. St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what did What did you have? A, a big, nice, juicy steak. I did have a big, nice, juicy steak. Yeah. Did you have some I had a ribeye. You had some red wine which, with that. No, I was having Italian spritzes, okay. actually. All right. How many of those did you knock back? Two. Okay. Then what else? Um, I had a couple. I had a couple sips of some grenadine. Okay. My coworker ordered a glass of it. All right. Um. 
That's it? That's, yeah, well. Then you smoked no. a lot of pot. Well, yeah. You can say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just trying to get a read on what's, what's the night here for you. No, your read is pretty accurate. I All think right. you got me pegged. <laughs> I, um, but I did, I was calling in because I got one, I, I heard the topic was the dumbest thing you ever heard. Yeah, what do you got? And I, I actually heard it tonight. Yeah, what is it? I thought, I was told I was told a story about Slipknot, the band. Yeah. Not the knot, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I take yeah. You probably know it's the band I'm talking about. I know Slipknot, sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I was told tonight, my boss said he had a friend who worked who was on a tour with them. Uh, he told me that the singer from Slipknot. Before you go on stage, he had a, like a glass or something that had a dead rat, hamster, a dead hamster, uh, like rotting in it, and he would put his mask on, and then he would huff the dead hamster with his, before he slipped the mask over his mouth, and then he would throw up in his mask, and then he would go on stage and perform. And to top it off, he told me that the drummer would also whip his D out. Yeah, this is the dumbest pee, thing I've he, he would do what he would now? Pee, he would pee all over the drums. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then when they started the set, when they played, they would be splashing around everywhere. That's the, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That is, that is really stupid. He agrees. It's dumb. And was he saying, he was saying, how, did, how does he know this? How did he, okay, so he says he knows it because his friend worked worked with them because his friend was somebody who worked on these DVDs that sure. did a bunch of different camera angles. Yeah, yeah, so the guy, they, yeah, so he'd drop you know a I mean? dead hamster in his mask and then throw up before he had in to the see, mask. In the mask. Yeah, that sounds practical. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. something you'd do. Yeah. He had a follow-up story that was kind of weird about being in France, and they played at, like, a gay bar, and they didn't like it. So they beat people up or something. Oh, that's charming. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. I hope it's not. Yeah, I hope that one isn't true either. All right, buddy. You have a great night. Enjoy St. Louis. This guy's having fun. Good for him. Best show. Hi. Hi, are you still taking um oh, for the topic of an are. actor? Oh, we are. That would yes. best represent your life. To whom am I speaking? Hi, my name is Josh. Hi, Josh. I'm in uh, Kansas City. What's going on in Kansas City tonight? Uh, which Kansas City, first of all? Missouri. I'm I'm on the Missouri side. Who's the Who's your favorite famous person from Kansas City? Rod. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah. You don't like I don't Paul really Rudd. have one, but that was... I like Paul Rudd, but Don Cheadle came to my mind first. Mm. It never comes up. That's a good one. Yeah. So, so who would play you in the movie? Oh, I've got it narrowed down to two choices. Either Fred Ward or Fred Willard. Fred Ward. Remo Williams, the great Fred Ward. Yes. 
or Fred Willard? Do they both do? Do you have? They they both have a similar kind of square jawed quality to them, like similar face facial structure. Is that what the kind of face you've got? Uh, yeah, I've got sort of a square face. You know, I'd like to have a pointer jaw, but you know that would be expensive. That's it's not in the cards for me. Well, who knows? You might hit the lottery. Who knows? Maybe. I also, I had another thought, and I won't make it too long, but I was just thinking about this looking at the news. Yeah. You know who would probably best play William H. Macy in the movie about the college admission scandal? Who's that? William H. Macy in Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was his deal. Remember, he kept saying that was my deal. Wade, that was my deal. It It was his deal. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine caring? Look, college was a my college experience was a was a travesty. It was a c- complete travesty. Right. But I can't even wrap my head around thinking college matters to that degree where you would do anything like that. Who cares? Well, especially who cares and from a family that's got families that have a lot of money i feel like they can already make networking connections for their for their childhood and and the one kid the one kid was already doing like what's her face from full house she was doing like doing like unboxing videos and stuff like that on youtube it's not like she was like looking to go down the academic route i'm not putting it look she can do whatever she wants or doesn't want to do but it's like why does she have to clog up a spot at a, at a school when when that's not her top priority? She already had a career. Yeah, she's already making she's already money making doing that. I don't know, man. People put this this uh, importance on school. I wish I wish you could go to school when you were in your thirties and forties. I wish that's when college started. That would make sense. That's that's when I'm actually reading about the topics in school. When I was in school, I didn't care about. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. Because you're a human. Because you're, yeah. you're a human and you get it now. Yeah. My brain was still mush then, and yeah. now it's less of mush. Yeah, and then you're thrown out. You're thrown out of college. They show you the door. You didn't even have a chance to learn anything yet. No, because I was away from home, and that was very exciting. And I got to make mistakes I couldn't make before. Yeah. So. I love it. All right, buddy. All right, thank you. Have a great night. Best show, hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the best show. What's up? Hi, it's Kevin from Toronto. Kevin from Toronto. Which Kevin is this now? Is this the one I don't get along with? This is one you've never met before. Ah, welcome. Thank you. What's up, my friend? Too much. I just want to say at the outset that I've been... Binge listening to the uh, recap, my friends, my friends podcast over the last couple of weeks since it's been free, and I have been uh, absolutely enjoying the heck out of it. I am glad to hear that. Thank you. It's been a real uh, out of nowhere, very unexpected uh, surprise, and I love it. Good. I am. I'm proud of it. It's, it's one of my favorite things. I'm glad you feel that way about it. It's great. Um, I'm calling for uh, basketball-related reasons. Yes. 
I'm watching the NCAA tournament, watching uh, Zion Williamson, and I'm a Raptors fan. And um, I'm looking at him and contemplating the possibility that he's going to end up on the on your New York Knicks. Yeah, can you imagine that? They'll blow it somehow. Yeah. They'll blow it. They'll somehow. blow it. They'll blow it. And that, that's that's why I'm calling because I'm, I'm I'm you've seen that recent video of, of Dolan kicking or banning the fan mm-hmm. from life. I didn't even watch um, it. I know I know about it though. Yeah, it's it's typical. It's not surprising. It's, the owner uh, of the Knicks is this guy James Dolan, who is this goon who um who is in like a blues rock band also called J D in the straight shot short straight shot. JD yeah. in the straight shot and they're terrible and he like forces his band onto Bill's opening for the Eagles and things like that. It's a complete travesty of a of of uh of justice. And he recently bounced a fan. What was it again? He bounced a he threatened to ban a fan from Madison Square Garden. Because for telling he, him to sell the team. For telling him to sell the team, yeah, as if he couldn't handle the and he should sell the team because he's doing a terrible job with the team. Um, yeah, yeah. It's but uh, that's it. Yeah, he'll ruin he'll because this guy Zion Zion William Zion Williamson plays for Duke, uh, which I hate. I hate Duke, but I do like the pros that come out of Duke. Yeah, it's undeniable. Those are some good. I like watching those guys in the NBA, even though I don't like them in college. Um, but there's this guy who's really good and they think cause the Knicks are so terrible that they'll get the, the first pick and in, in the draft and be able to get him. And, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. But that's it. I mean, part of me is, and, and I mean, as an NBA fan in general, I, I, I kind of want the Knicks to be relevant again and i i want oh, them to do you oh I well, do. thank you raptors fan i love this this is what i love this raptors fan the, the raptors the raptors have eaten it so hard every single year in the playoffs and they're really good this year i never heard more complaining when they trade they traded this one guy demar Derozan, who they yeah. kept they kept capping out with this guy at every single thing and i like him a lot i like demar Derozan a lot they traded for Kawhi Leonard, who's one of my favorite players. Suddenly, oh no, what are we gonna? Why they trade Demar Derozan? It's like, what are you friends with the guy? No, he's on your team. He they couldn't win. They couldn't win. They couldn't win with it. So it's just like, you um, and then all these now suddenly they're they're better than ever with Kawhi Leonard, which of course they would be because he's great. And now these Raptors fans, like when I was up in Toronto, I never saw more more entitled fans somehow being like oh the refs are against us the refs are against us i never heard more the refs are against us from these raptors fans i never heard we more than anything like oh uh, yeah we can we can do this we can do that we you talk about we you're working on the same We're... dumb tv show i'm working on you're not on the raptors oh if we uh if we if we can just uh, get a little more three point shooting, I think we can uh, we can win the East. We, I would never say we. I've never said we in my life for one sport a sports thing. It's embarrassing. 
It's not you. <laughs> Just you buy a thing with the player's name on the back of it. That don't make you want to be on the team. That's fair. Do you say we? You say we, don't you? We're, we're, I do. I do say we. Yeah. We're, we're, not anymore. You don't. We are a very not anymore after tonight. But we are a very insecure city, sports-wise. Oh, that is no. You're very. It's a very insecure city in every possible way, and I, and I do <laughs> like it there. But you know what the people? You know who doesn't like you guys? People from Montreal. They don't like you yeah. at all. People from yeah. Montreal, where it's like you know, they're they're real nerds. They would always say you guys are nerds. <laughs> Uptight. They did. They thought you guys were nerds. They'd be like, oh, yeah. these Toronto people are such nerds. It's fair. Yeah, that's the rap. That's the Montreal rap on Toronto. Montreal's a way more fun city than Toronto. Mm. That goes way back. And those people know it. Those Montreal people they know, know it. it. They know it. They're just like, oh, these nerds. These people are so uncool. <laughs> They'd just be like, oh, they're so uncool here. They're such nerds. <laughs> But so on that, my question is really, there's a part of me that feels, and this is a tiny bit of, if you're James Dolan and you are an idiot, but you have inherited one of the most iconic sports franchises of all time, and you are so far out of your depth, but you can't let go of that thing. Mm Mm-hmm. What is his, like that day to day? Cause he has to sell that team, but his day to day has to be absolutely miserable. Absolutely miserable. Being the no, one guy who. He's a multimillionaire. He's probably a billionaire. His existence is the furthest thing from miserable. But no one likes him. His, no Except one, for all gets, the people that, sur- that he's surrounded by who love him. Who does love him? All the people yeah. who, in his life, he's got people, he's got people winding him up and kissing his his butt all day long. He's in a bubble. He doesn't second, know. Somebody yells something. Sorry, God, no, you go, you go, you go. I was just saying, the second he takes the tiniest step out of that bubble, he gets screamed at by every single person who, like, he has to know that bubble is the fakest bubble of all time. Yeah, and yeah. And every then, time he steps out. Until he meets somebody who comes up to him and they, they, they and suddenly they're in front of him. Half these people are going to chicken out when they meet the guy, and they'll just be like, oh, it's uh, nice to meet you, Mr. Dolan. Because people have this weird <laughs> respect for rich people. God knows why. Yeah. they got to respect it. It doesn't mean any. It doesn't make them a better person. These people fold as soon as they meet. It's uh, very nice to meet you, Mr. Dolan. All these people, when that uh, owner of the the Patriots, the football team, got busted for for going to a massage <laughs> parlor, Mr. Kraft, Mr. Kraft, they all they talked about this guy, Mr. Kraft, Mr. Mr. Kraft. I don't work for the guy. Why are you calling him Mr. Kraft? <laughs> well, Mr. Kraft, like he like he's such a class act. But you, Toronto, you you Raptors fans, you got a little bit of tude. You think. You think somehow you got it all figured out. Well, try winning something first before you start flashing in my face. <laughs> the Knicks still have more have won a championship more recently than the Raptors have, my friend. That's true. 1973 is the last time the Knicks won. Still, still more you. recent than the Raptors. One question for you. Hey, what's that now? Would you take 
number one pick, Zion Williamson, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving with the Knicks, or James Dolan selling the team? Yeah, of course I would take the good players. I don't care who owns the thing if the team's good. It's not like not James Dolan's. No, he's not like he's out on the floor running the point. <laughs> True. That's a whiny team, though. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Oh my goodness! Could you the complaining on that team? Two of the least happy guys in the NBA. Yeah. All right, buddy. They're a piece of work. Yeah, you're driving me nuts now. All right. All right, bye. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hey. 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 What's up? You tell me, my friend. Oh, is it, hey, is this Tom? It is. Who's this? This is Adam. Adam, where are you calling from? I'm calling you from Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin, home of? Uh, the Badgers. Yeah. Keep going. Um, Name a band from Madison. Come on. Oh, um. Uh. Come on. I don't know any bands from Madison. I'll be honest. Aren't the Crossing from Madison? The, the Violet Friend, the, the the Violet Femmes are from Milwaukee, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know any from Madison. Do you know any from Madison? Aren't Killdozer from Madison? Kill? Oh, I think so. There you go. Um. So anyway, what's going on? I'm just at my friend's house right now. Uh-huh. We're watching um, Near Miss, like. Uh, like the the uh, the near death experience uh, videos on YouTube, where like people are like inches from a train or like a bus, in, like Asia. Fun night, huh? What? Fun night. Oh yeah, for sounds, sure. Sounds like you guys made a pound cake. Watching those videos when a motorcycle goes right two inches from somebody. Yeah, yeah. There was one where um this person was on like a hang glider. And they weren't, like, strapped in or anything, so they're just, like, hanging on for dear life. And uh, then they managed to take it down in time. It's scary. Nobody actually died in any of them, though. Good. Good. What else is going on? Uh, Not much, you know. Just uh, just hanging out with these these knuckleheads. All right. How about you? I'm just doing the show, trying to get some good calls going here. Oh, is this a good call yet? Eh, not yet. Uh, Give me some. Let's let's turn the corner though. What can make it a good call? I hey, you're the expert. No, you're the caller. I, I'm a long time caller, first time listener. So, long time caller, first time listener. Yeah, I haven't actually listened to the show before. Sure, but you just call all the time. Yeah, I've been calling for like the last hour, <laughs> trying to get on. All right, so what's the, what? Give me some. Give me anything. Give me something. Come on. Um, I was uh, I was playing cards earlier with my friends too. Uh, okay. Play cards. Great. Well, thanks for um, the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. Good boy. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. This is Colette from Athens. Colette from Athens. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm all right. I am all right. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. What's the good word in Athens? 
oh, just coming off of two back-to-back very heavy phone conversations, so I figured I would call it you and see what's up. So are you uh, you wiped out? Uh, I am. I'm a little emotionally tired, yeah, but there's really nothing new there. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure you know how that is. But how do you people... how do you cope with that, Colette? How do you cope with emotional exhaustion? Um, in my experience, it seems like the way that I cope with emotional exhaustion is to take on the problems of other people to a much larger degree than I already am. Mm. Um, which is not healthy. <laughs> um, no, like, no, it's it's not. <laughs> um, but that is that is what I do. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I had a friend call asking for me to uh, to help them through something that I will not like divulge into because they listen to the show, and then I tried to help my sister figure out her career stuff, and I myself am like kind of circling the drain in Athens waiting to hear back from the creative writing program that I quit as to whether or not they want to bring me back and trying really hard not to think about that. So, Well, Colette, all I can say is like on an aeroplane, when, they, when the masks drop down, they say put yours on first and then help the person next to you. Yeah, I don't want to be selfish though. Well, it's there's it's not selfish. It's self. If the, if you do self preservation, and self care is not selfish. Yeah, you know what's weird is that I just told two different people this. Well, physician, heal thyself. I know. I know. You would not. You, if I told you about you and just said, person X, I did not say Colette, mm-hmm. and told you about this person I know. Mm-hmm. And your advice to that person would be, oh, be nice to yourself. Take care of yourself. But then yeah. when it's you, you don't do it. Yeah, no. That person it's weird. Is like, you. Do, you, do you do the same thing, Tom? Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I'm terrible. I don't know. It's the worst. I'm working on it. Yeah, I always feel like I guess I don't deserve it, but that's neither here nor there. No. What are you waiting for somebody to tell you to deserve it? It's never going to happen. I know. Well, I mean, I am waiting for someone to tell me, but... Then I'll look. I'll say it then. You deserve it. Does that make it better now? No, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't, though. What? It didn't fix anything. That's a problem. Damn. Oh, I swore. I'm sorry. You make the adjustment. You got to make the adjustment in your own uh, noggin. Yeah. They they can't do it for you, Colette. This is true. So what's a nice thing we can talk about now that we've both uh, monitored <laughs> this uh, living nightmare of COVID? Yeah, um, well, you had you had some topics set up, and I guess I wanted to ask, like, what what the um, what's been successful for you, and what you uh, oh, that they're so all far three, we're three. We're three for three. You talk about whatever you want. Oh, oh, really? Um, well, I came, thing I came you ever prepared heard. for two out of three. Ah, okay, let's let's hear it. Um, so, like, the best sandwich. Um, is uh, an open-faced sandwich. Uh, like, I'm from the Midwest, and I think that, like, Midwesterners love to uh, smother everything in mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, and that is essentially, like, what an open-faced sandwich is. Like, it's usually either, like, roast beef or turkey. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, there's, like, a big old scoop of mashed potatoes on top where, like, another piece of bread would go. 
um, and then a bunch of gravy. So it's like the heaviest possible thing. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it seems like it's two sandwiches worth of of <laughs> everything that isn't bread. Like, yeah, the only thing that makes it not two sandwiches is two pieces of bread to go yeah. on. Well, top you only of get one. You only get one. You only get one. You don't want to be indulgent. Oh, okay. Or you don't want to go crazy. Because I'm thinking of like a, I'm thinking of like a tuna melt. It's usually yeah. two pieces of rye bread that they right. slop, slop everything on top of. And it's just like garbage meat, right? The tuna melt? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that the tuna melt is getting like the fancy tuna. Where would you even get fancy tuna? I don't like there's there has to be a reason why like restaurants that don't do tuna melts charge like fifteen dollars for tuna. Yeah, they wanna make more money. They just wanna <laughs> keep they just they're still buying the same cheap tuna. Oh man, I've learned so much about capitalism since I started calling into the show. You, you just you have to realize they they know you can't see what their what kind of tuna it is. Yeah. If unless they say on the menu that it's better tuna it's not better tuna yeah I, like this might just be like a, a thing where i'm like really gullible about that kind of thing because like i grew up fairly like working class like mm-hmm. uh like actually when i say fairly working class i mean like actually working class like yeah. single parent factory mom like dinner was usually going to the bar that had dollar hamburger night um yeah it's like a bruce springsteen song yeah, it kind of is. You're, um, you're like if a Bruce Springsteen song got hit by lightning, <laughs> and then came, took human form. I feel like I've been paid the highest possible compliment. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's it's the kind of thing that you. Um, first of all, you say fairly fairly working class because because yeah. you even that makes you slightly. Like, you don't want to, like, there's still even weird reservations about claiming that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I understand I went to college, that. so, like, yeah. I don't know. One time one time in a college classroom, someone told me that I was appropriating working class culture for wearing a denim jacket. Um, so there's a lot of weird hang-ups about that kind of stuff in the circles that I've been forced into. A, so a denim jacket is a class thing, according to your... Yeah, one of your. I'm not going to say friends because it does. This does not sound like a friend. Um, no. So, so if you if you're just above a certain certain level of uh, societally, yeah, is that the right word societally is that right? Yeah, I think so. Then you 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 should be wearing. What are you supposed to be wearing? A tuxedo jacket? I don't know. Like, like, what's a, what's a jacket that works? That's not a denim jacket. Like what would go, like a smoking jacket? Like what? What's a jacket that's like above a denim jacket? Like no, everybody wears. Look at Jay Leno. This guy's walking yeah. around in denim. This guy's got a billion dollars and all he wears is denim. Yeah, I have zero dollars and all I wear is denim. Where's your friend? So, Where's your friend going after? Sick your friend on Jay Leno. I mean, I think that they they came they came from different different circles, and I think they started reading like Marxist texts from like a place where they had more money than I did as a kid. So I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that they did not mean to come across mm-hmm. so stupidly, but uh, but they did. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. Like I was wearing a denim jacket that I thrifted, like for like two bucks, 
And uh, I got told that I was appropriating working class culture, which was great because, like, I don't know, like, I went to, like, UAW summer camp and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, it's yeah, a, it's um, a great time for a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. That, like, oh, it's... that just, like, just things, things that are just to stick up for and things that are just off base are, like, getting equal time in a way. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Where it's just, like, how about you actually stick up for someone or something that needs defending rather than <laughs> the idea that you're wearing a denim jacket? Like, yeah, the idea. Yeah. Put that energy somewhere else. It's, it's only a, so much energy. It's like the, it's like the social, it's like the social justice version of if you're leaning, you could be cleaning. Like <laughs> saying that you're appropriating working class culture by wearing a denim jacket is leaning. Yeah. But you could be cleaning, like sticking up for someone who is getting unjustly arrested, for example. Or right. beaten up, for example. Yeah, but that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Exactly. It's very it's very difficult to actually take on personal risk. Not so difficult to insult someone no. for wearing so, a denim jacket. So is the de the denim jacket thing? I'm going to say that's the dumbest thing I've ever. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Oh, then I guess I'm set for all three. Oh, I'm doing yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, you did the sandwich, and you got the dumbest thing off the, like just as a a, a bonus. A bonus. You were yeah. even trying. Value add. Oh, it's so good. Um. Yeah, so like I don't know, I'm I'm very gullible about things like that. Like not the denim jacket thing, but tuna. Um, being from the Midwest, we don't know. Like unless you go to the lake and get fish from the lake, like yeah, I don't know where it comes from. Um, not near, so not near you is where it comes yeah. from. The other side of the planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, I, I had a vague awareness of that from, like, the commercials that came before Free Willy on the VHS that I had of Free Willy as a kid, like Bumblebee Tuna or whatever. Yeah, about how they actually catch the tunas. Yeah, they were very clear about them not catching dolphins. Yeah. Or in whales. a movie about whales. Yeah. yeah, Free Willy. Can you imagine, like, isn't it hard to believe that was a movie? Like, you know, it's no. sometimes, sometimes there's things like that where you're just like, like that movie is so odd in a way that it could be a movie that no one saw also. And you'd be just like, <laughs> you remember that dumb movie Free Willy? Oh my God. Did anybody ever see that? No. And it's just yeah. like, or it's huge. It was massive, right? Yeah. Like they made a sequel. What happened? What happened with the sequel? Willie got stuck again. <laughs> I got to say for that. Bite me once, shame on you. Bite me twice, shame. Come on, Willie. You can't get caught twice. That's um. That's my favorite subgenre of movie, though, is uh, movies where, like, a mythical beast is, like, tamed by the poor harmonica playing of a child. Wait, is that what happened in Free Willie? Yeah, the, the whale responds to this, like, outcast kid's ability to play uh, harmonica. Like, he, he comes up to the tank and starts playing harmonica because he's volunteering at SeaWorld. I haven't seen this movie since I was a child, and I'm about to give you the entire plot synopsis. So does Willie, like, smash the tank or something? No, but, like, eventually, like, 
because SeaWorld is horrible or whatever, like yeah. the kid convinces the other trainers to like free Willie and like take him back to the ocean. Okay, so they drop um, him back in the ocean. Yeah, but like the way that he bonds with the whale is by is by playing him music on the harmonica and then free Willie like makes whale noises at him and then like eventually I think that the climactic shot of the movie is actually really jumping over this like bunch of rocks in the ocean on his way out to like freedom and the kid like does like that Freddie Mercury like fist pump in the air but he's got like the harmonica in his hand. Hey yo does the kid do that? <laughs> hey yo <laughs> And a Willie splashes him. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, would be the most depressing thing to ever watch is mm. to watch Free Willie backwards. Oh no! Yeah, it would be. It would be called Catch Willie. <laughs> would not be. A um, so yeah, so your your list of your favorite genre of movie seems pretty limited to to enjoying children playing harmonica for animals. I think yeah. you you might need to expand that genre. Definition. Well, there's 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 another movie in that genre. Uh it's uh Jack Frost. The the um the Michael Keaton movie? Yeah, the one where he's a snowman. Yeah. Uh, who like he's a dad who dies, and because this kid plays a magic harmonica, he comes back to life as a snowman. Unbelievable! It has the all-time great line when like this kid is arguing with the snowman dad. Like uh, Michael Keaton, like stops and he's like, "Hey, I'm not the one who played the magic harmonica." Amazing! Such an amazing line. I'm not the one who played the magic harmonica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so do you have something, Colette, for the final topic? Who would play you in I the do. movie? I do. Um, uh, as, as you know, like uh, it's very difficult to cast trans roles in Hollywood. Um, no, it's not. not. Well, I know it's not, but no, I'm, not. I'm You just get some, just get some non-trans dude in there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Hard. I mean, that's, it's, yeah, that part's real easy, but, like, <laughs> it's... They they always seem to go for like the same type of person, like real skinny, uh, like probably annoying, uh, a method actor of some sort. I want none of that. Who's the most um, annoying actor you've seen portray a trans character? Oh, I mean that's too easy. That's just Jared Leto. Okay. You uh, mean Oscar Eddie. award winner Jared Leto? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Jared Leto, or, um, I mean, otherwise it's like Felicity Huffman did, uh, and like no one really remembers Trans America. Um, the, the most annoying person is Jeffrey Tambor. Um, he's the most, well, he's the worst. Jared Leto's the most annoying. Okay. Uh, Eddie Redmayne is, uh, like, maybe like the most uncomfortable to watch. Okay. Um, well, I can't, like, I haven't seen the movie where Matt Bomer plays a trans lady that the guy who played Drew Carey's brother falls in love with, so I, I can't rank him. Okay, I didn't see that. I don't know if it even came out yet, but, um, there's this, like, Korean movie, or I think it's Korean, where, like, a cop wants to be a trans woman but can't decide whether or not 
he's going to be a cop or a trans woman. That was pretty great because okay. there was a lot of like fighting in it, and I really loved that. <laughs> um, but I forget the actor. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I think that the sure. worst two are, are, are Tambor and uh, and Leto. Yeah. So who would um, then? Who would you choose to portray in the movie of your life, Colette? Who would portray you? Dave the Animal Batista. There you go, Dave Batista. Yeah. That's a good. He's a good dude. He's yeah. He seems like a good dude. He seems real solid. Like I don't know. Uh, he says that he wants to take on challenges in his acting career. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems very serious about it. Um, he did this movie where he like hugged Jodie Foster and it made me cry. Uh, and the hotel, hotel one, the one that yeah, hotel yeah. Artemis. Yeah, it wasn't a very good movie, but what? that scene made me weep. It wasn't a good movie. Uh, there was I'm like kidding, a lot I'm of kidding. talking. It, yeah, a movie like that should just be nonstop violence. Yeah, it should be like John Wick. That's exactly. Which also has, like, kind of a lot of talking. John Wick 2 had a fair amount of talking in it. I was surprised by how much talking was in John Wick 2. John Wick 2, like, took the first 15 minutes to recap John Wick 1. Like, that movie seemed surprised that it was getting made. That's a good point. John Wick. Not as good as John Wick 1. John Wick 3 should knock it out of the park, though. John Wick 3 is going to be the greatest. I cannot I wait. I can't wait. Halle Berry. Jason Manzukis, Bobin wow. Moranovic. <laughs> it's real amazing how far Jason Manzukis has gotten for a comedian without a Twitter account. I'm constantly impressed. Oh no, Twitter's the worst place ever. If look it's at look, at, look who's on Twitter. Look who's gr- ask yourself if someone is truly great and then see if they're on Twitter. Mm, I'm on Twitter. I'm doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good though. Yeah, not, I, not I truly. I'm saying, who do you think is like, like Paul Thomas Anderson, for example? Not on yeah. Twitter. LeBron James. LeBron James leaves regularly. Well, he's a he's a company. Also, <laughs> he's not even a human at this point. He's just like a he's like a corporation. Yeah. Hmm. You just ask it. You don't have to be on Twitter to be great. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. so he, uh, yeah. So, Manzukis would be an interesting choice to play a trans person. I might be into that. Well, you can go make your movie then, Colette. I prefer a trans person play a trans person, but if it's going to be anyone, Davy Animal Batista and Jason Manzukis. Looks like somebody's uh, somebody's looking to get their movie greenlit. That's right. Now you're putting your your. You're packaging. You're packaging already. <laughs> you're on board. You're, you got talent that you're trying to attach. Yeah. You know, by saying it on the show, though, it makes me a producer on the thing. Though. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm fine with that. Right. This can be both of our years. We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see. All right, Colette. This is a great call. Right, as always. You have a great night. Have a night. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Have a night. I'll have a night. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bop, 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 bop. Any more calls? No. Well, one of the dumbest things I heard was uh, earlier tonight, actually, when I was at the uh, 
I went to the uh, convenience store, or the Wawa, and the guy was uh, on his phone. He's like, I got a vape. I just paid $110 for a vape cig. And he, then he, he's on his phone. And he realizes he's talking to his mother. He's like, Ma, it's hard to quit smoking. The tobacco, you wouldn't know. You didn't smoke. You wouldn't know. But he called it a vape cig. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, this is Lauren. I'm calling from Brooklyn, though I live in Philly. Lauren. Welcome, Lauren. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. What's going on tonight? I was excited to see the tweet that you were doing the show tonight. Um, I wanted to ask you kind of a favor. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, as I said, I live in Philly. It's a little grim to be there. I was hoping that you would kind of facilitate the thing that you did a while ago with the best show dating thing. All right. So, so what you you're looking you're looking to meet someone? Yeah. All right. We can do that. Why don't you Why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself, Lauren? That's totally reasonable. Um, so I live in Philly. Um, I'm a nurse. The only movie I saw in theaters last year was Uncle Drew. Um, what else do you need to know? Like, what are some of your uh, what tell favorite music and TV shows? So, TV shows. I just started watching The Sopranos. Um, I'm from. I lived in New Jersey until I was 22. Uh, so that. It was kind of a big deal for me to get into The Sopranos 20 years later, I think. But I'm very into it right now. I'm in season three, um, if anyone wants to talk specifically about that. Um, Music, pretty much, I guess, like anything on Goner Records is kind of my deal. Okay. And... uh... How do you want to do this? You want to just have people email me, or you want to give your Twitter out? What do you want to do? Probably emailing you would be better. My Twitter is like not uh, necessarily yeah, functional. Worry. Then people drop me drop me a line, and I'll put yeah, you, and I'm Lauren, available. You email me, Lauren, and then sure. anyone who emails me also, I will put you in touch with. And that's best show for life at yahoo.com? That's right, number four. I'm happy to do it. Yes. And we'll see what we can just remember the only the only caveat is that if you meet someone and you uh the relationship goes the distance, I get to pick what goes on your cake on the wedding cake. Tom, it, it would be my absolute pleasure and privilege to have you choose what goes on my cake. Wow. And that's any cake, not just wedding. Okay, well, we'll Just find out. cake from now till then. Famous last words. We'll see. <laughs> All right, okay. we'll see if anybody drops you a line. Hopefully they do, and I'm sure they will, and then maybe we'll see what happens. I appreciate that. And um, I did get this idea. I was talking about it with a friend of mine. We went to see you at the um, Cabin Boy oh, uh, yeah. pre- the screening at, in Philly. Yes, there was, uh, there know, was a screening. Was a while ago. The, there was a screening. What was that back in early January, I believe? Yeah, January. Yeah, I believe it was January. It was um, it was terrific. You did an amazing job. Uh, I was talking to a friend about how it would be great 
if I can meet anybody in this audience, because clearly they were my of my tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said there were many of us who did not call the show regularly who were of my tribe, and I should call in. So yes, uh, tonight you gave me that opportunity, and I appreciate that. Of course, Lauren. It's my pleasure. Oh. All right, well, you, you have a great evening, and we will talk soon. <laughs> great. Terrific. Okay. You too. Thank Thanks. you so much. Okay. Bye. That was nice. If you're interested, you email me. Best show four number four life at yahoo.com. That's uh if you uh would like to talk to Lauren in Philadelphia. If you're looking to meet someone. Boom boom. You know we'll send it, right? Should we end it? Should we end the show? I think we're close. I don't think everybody's calling in. That was nice. Did a couple hours. Surprise best show. Those are the good ones. I like these. I like these pop-up shows like this. Uh, Yeah, you know, keeping it loose. Popping up when we pop up because, you know, we do it. We do it when we do it. Best show is where I am. When and where I am, that's where the show is. Another call. This will be the final call. Best show, hi. Hello, hi. Hello? Hello, hi. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Alex. Alex, where are you calling from? Manhattan, Tom. You're calling from Manhattan. What's going on tonight, Alex? I don't know. I wanted to talk to you about who I would like to play me. Let's hear it. All right, Donald Sutherland. How about that? You want Donald Sutherland? Which era of <laughs> Donald Sutherland? Uh, Kate Bush cloud busting era. Okay. So you know that one? Uh, yeah. The video for cloud Have busting. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that a great music video, dude? I haven't seen it in a long time, but I like it. Uh, the story behind it is awesome. It's like it was an accident. Kate Bush happened to be in England at the same time as Donald Sutherland, and they just like met up. Dude, it's great. Um, yeah. Also, I just watched MASH, man. Have you seen MASH recently? The movie MASH. The movie MASH. Yeah, I saw it about yeah. six months ago. <laughs> Don't you love how, like, the last third of it is just a football game? <laughs> it's, um, it's no, it's, it's a crazy movie. Well, come on. Why? Tighten, tighten the sorry, language I'm up. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, it's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's a, the the movie actually makes you realize that the show is kind of a disgrace in a way because the movie has them they're basically turning into to uh animals because of the war and yeah. the the TV show flattens all that out and just makes it like wacky hijinks. Yeah. Oh man. You put it quite succinctly, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm smart. But also That's like how how little of the movie is about surgery? I right. like that a lot too. No. Like like the surgery scenes are just, you know, can we get a chest opener here? Yeah. 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 Not so my, fav- not my one, favorite, not my favorite Altman movie. Uh, yeah. but it's, 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 uh, it's something to see, especially after you get used to that TV show being what MASH is. Yeah. No, the TV show is a disgrace. Man, what's your favorite Altman? Um, it's Nashville. That's not yeah. very original yeah. to say that, but it's the best movie I've ever. It's the best movie ever. That's why. Yeah. 
I would say McCabe, but that's, that's right personal up there preference. Too. Yeah. Long goodbye. What's going on, Tom? Long goodbye. Oh All my right. God, Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. Dude. I know, right? California Split. Dude. Oh man, you know what I love about the Long Goodbye is there are scenes where like he's walking between apartments, mm-hmm. and there are like stoplights on the sidewalk. Like, <laughs> who knows? But Altman would do that kind of thing. I don't. I don't know. You have to see it to know what I'm. I've Sorry, seen it's a it. very specific thing that I'm talking about. Well, I have to pay but, attention yeah. to that. I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. All right, man. You have a you having night? a good night? I am. What is this? A surprise best show or yeah, something? Yeah, we're doing what we want to do. Oh, I love you, man. All right, buddy. I like you. All right, too. go back on. Uh, yeah, go on Hollywood Handbook soon, please. Nah, never again. <laughs> it's never happening again. That audience, that audience is a bunch of ingrates, and I'll never <laughs> appear on that show again. I won't. Really? They ran me off of it. <laughs> they ran me off of it. They didn't like it. What they about moaned. A All they did was How moan. A Kickstarter going? I don't, I don't How need much a Kickstarter. Pay? I don't need a Kickstarter. You couldn't pay $10 million to get me to do one episode of the show again. How about that? $10 million to do it. All right. Okay? Get the Kickstarter going. All right. You okay. have a good night. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. Yes, hi. Hi, this is uh, Brendan in Somerville. How are you? I'm good, Brendan. Brendan, Somerville, where Somerville? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. What's up in Somerville, Massachusetts tonight, Brendan? Uh, not a whole lot, to be honest. All right. Having fun? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a, kind of a quiet night, so I saw you were doing a show online and figured I would uh, try to give you a call. Yeah, here I am, doing it. What, uh, what's, uh, you got anything for any of the topics we had? Um, I had one for the, uh, I think it was like dumbest thing you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Um, a few years ago when I was still in New Jersey, I saw, uh, Inside Boone Davis at the, uh, theater in Montclair. Yeah. And as the credits were rolling, uh, this older couple in front of me and my friends, uh, saw Justin Timberlake's name pop up. And... The woman says to the man, oh, Justin Timberlake was in that. I wonder who he played. And the man says, well, I, he must have played the driver. Cause I don't know who else he would have been. The driver? You mean Lewin Davis? Or the other guy? Um, the, or the, not the driver. Like the guy that's with greaser. John Goodman and Lewin. The greaser? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that goon. <laughs> Right, the guy with the, the 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 cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that it was, was just not one of those... Justin Timberlake. That was pretty. Scary. Right. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's a movie about musicians, and you're going to hire a man who's known more for his music to play, you know, a, a character that doesn't, you know, sing. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did you want to say something to them? I. I kind of, my friend and I, one of my friends just like, I looked at one of my friends and she just gave me this, this look that was, she was just dumbfounded and I was just glad that someone else heard it and was as sort of perplexed by it as I was. Yeah. Sometimes you got to let those things ride. Got to let them yeah, ride. Exactly. Let these old timers take that one uh, back home. <laughs> yeah. Right. Some bad info. Right. Some bad intel. Exactly. 
Lewin Davis, where do you put that in the Cohen Brothers oeuvre? Um, I mean, I really like that one. I would probably put it probably like top five. Yeah, I would too. I'd probably put it. I, my, it's that and the Serious Man might be my two favorites. Yeah, that one's up there too. That's it's probably those two and Barton Fink and uh, maybe Burn After Reading and Miller's Crossing. Mm. Burn a high for Burn After Reading. People not a they, that one. That's not a that's not an automatic uh, high ranking one. But good for you. I support it. All right. All right, you have a great night. Thank you. Yeah, let's end the show. Uh, yeah, thanks everybody who called. Best show. We do it each and every. It, it, the shows go up. I, I make sure there's shows. We're not. We're 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 going to try to never not have shows. They might not be recorded on Tuesdays. Whatever. We do it. We do it. We do it. We do it. And then we do it some more. So let's say. Good night to you, and the best show will be back soon. Thanks for listening.